Is it this cut and dry? Probably not. But if you share it with somebody who loves you, who cares about you, who you have a good relationship with, who isn't toxic, understands vulnerability, understands psychological safety, it's probably going to go better than you think. What you're doing is you're triggering each other. You're triggering an insecurity in someone else, and then that's making you insecure because you can feel their insecurity. And I think that there's a way to create a safer energy in that. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1503, Your Deepest Fear Also Creates Your Biggest Strength. Today, for episode number 1504, happy Sunday, insecurities get worse when we hide them. So as you have heard me talk about many times, during the early phases of being a full-time entrepreneur, a very broke full-time entrepreneur, a full-time entrepreneur with less than part-time results, negative results at this point, I went through a lot of anxiety and panic mm -hmm. attacks and I was dealing with a lot of that stuff. Alan and I were traveling. This is when we were living in Florida for the month. And we were getting ready to drive from northern Florida to southern Florida. And I remember we podcasted during the day. We went back to this, the house we were staying at. We packed our stuff. And I remember... I was just starting to understand what anxiety felt like. And for me, maybe trigger warning for those of you who deal with anxiety. I don't want it to make you anxious. But for me, it's tightness in the chest, tightness in the throat. It feels like I can't breathe. That's just the way, that, that's the way it shows up for me. And we're packing. And I remember I got super anxious. And I remember telling Alan when we were putting our suitcases in the car, I said, hey man, just a heads up, I am super anxious. And I said, I think it's because, and again, at this point, I didn't really understand any of this. I think it's because before in my old job, when I would pack a suitcase and get in a vehicle, I'd be headed off to do something I didn't enjoy doing and I'd be miserable and I'd be homesick and it just wasn't good for my mental health. So I just want you to know I'm feeling anxious. If I come across as any type of way, if I am impatient, if I'm, if I'm different, that's why. I was very insecure about the fact that I was anxious because I thought it meant that I was weak or I thought it meant that there was something wrong with me or I didn't understand it. I was so new to me, I didn't understand what any of that meant. And the beautiful thing about sharing that with Alan was, number one, I trust Alan and I feel safe with Alan. Number two is there was no part of me that was afraid he was going to find out that I was anxious. <clears throat> Excuse me. And yeah, there was no part of me that was afraid that I was going to get found out. So there's kind of two, two scenarios here. One, I don't tell Alan. Then I have to pretend everything is okay for the entire five-hour ride with the giant fear that Alan's going to think something's wrong with me. What if he asks me? And I say, no, dude, I'm great. Everything's awesome. Everything's good. 
meanwhile, I can't breathe and my chest is tight and I don't know what the hell is going on. That's part one. Part two is I just communicate vulnerably with Alan. Hey, man, you know how I've talked about that anxiety thing before? I know you don't necessarily understand it, but I'm dealing with it right now. This is how it shows up for me. If I come across as not interested in what you're saying or not as conversational as usual, it's nothing against you. I'm just going through something internally here. Just wanted to share that with you. When you don't share your insecurities with those that you trust, it's almost the main focus of the rest of the time you have together. You're worried about, can they tell? There's a, there's a running joke. When you get high, you think everybody can tell. You go out in public when you're high, you're like, oh my God, everybody knows I'm high. Interesting. Everybody, everybody <laughs> for sure there. knows I'm high, right? So bad. So bad. Oh, I hate it so much. I think it's. I don't have. Are, I don't have social anxiety. I do have social have anxiety high, when I'm high. You have high Definitely. anxiety. That's Definitely. very common. I don't get that. I don't. I don't get that. I don't know why. And I very rarely go out anywhere when I am under the influence of drugs. But that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably. Is. But I think it's very similar. In your mind, you're thinking everybody knows my secret. <laughs> what, you having flashbacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we should briefly tell the story. Ah, uh, man, you, yeah, you, I'm you want to tell it? With it? Yeah, I'm comfortable with it. Okay, right, you, you so tell the story. speaking of insecurities that you're that get bigger if you hide them, I'm gonna not hide this one. Kevin and I are early in our podcast journey, and I partake in marijuana, and I hit this bong, which was not a good idea. Terrible idea for you. And I hit it way too hard. And I don't smoke often. I like very rarely. I think I've smoked weed. I don't know. My entire lifetime, maybe 50 times, something like that. But it wasn't, I'm not like an avid smoker by any means. I would occasionally do it in college and then I did it a little bit in high school. But I was never a big fan. Really. I, I, <laughs> I, I liken it to spicy food. I hate spicy food. I always have. But I still eat it. We get this guac dip that's, I love the guac, but I hate spicy guac. And it's just eventually, Alan, can you just not buy this? Mm. Because you just hate it every time. That's what weed is to me. So again, nothing against the weed smokers. I just personally don't like it. So I hit this bong and I hit it way too hard and I'm coughing my brains out. And I am so insecure because I know that I just made a huge mistake. And I turn to Kev and I say, Kev, so vulnerable. How long is this going to last, man? And you're like, <laughs> you're trying to be nice because you know it's like four hours. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know, like an hour. <laughs> just just snap it off, man. Go lay down. Fine. Go, lay, go down. lay down. So I do. I go lay down and you put on Joe Rogan for me. I don't know, man. I didn't know. Nope. Can't think yeah. deep thoughts during that. I just need to nap it out and get back to my, my true self. But uh, yeah, that I, I'm wicked wicked i don't like that adjective i'm extremely 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 insecure when i'm high extremely i don't know why i've always been like that i remember one time i got i smoked and i couldn't function (laughs) i i went into my room and i tried to nap it out and i swear you ever been at a party it's a weird conversation right Uh, right on nlu who knew yeah nlu who knew you ever be at a party where everyone you're the host and you know no. everyone's there to see you and I one by one I swear to you every single person came into my room to try to talk me off the ledge and by off the ledge I don't mean um, anything negative I mean I just wanted to sleep mm. like you got to come out like it's okay we know you're high who cares everybody is it's not a big deal and every single person came in they like sat on the bed <laughs> you know 
tried to talk me to get me up. I I was like, no. And then eventually I did and I went and ate the food. When the food came out, I went and ate. Mm. Um, and honestly, this is just my truth. The only good thing about THC from my experience personally is the food. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. What a weird episode this has become. Yeah, this has become a weird episode. But <laughs> anyways, here's my point. This is about insecurities. I get super, super, super insecure when I'm high. And I don't experience a ton of insecurities otherwise, although I have gotten in touch with my insecurities lately, and I want to share one of those um, after I let Kevin talk. No, you can share it. A different insecurity? Yeah, sure. The point of this episode, I asked Kev beforehand, he said when you when you share your insecurities, they actually become smaller, assuming you do it with someone safe. When you hide them, they get worse. I agree. And... The thing that I think is important for everyone who's listening, step one is to realize you are insecure no matter who you are, to some extent. Emilia is the least insecure person I've ever personally met, but she still has insecurities, a couple. They're just very different than other people's, okay? I know some people who are really insecure about how intimidating they are. I know some people who are really insecure about their memory. We were on book club and one of the book club members broke down in tears because we're reading a book called Limitless and chapter 13 is on memory and she broke down in tears about how much she struggles with her memory. Every And I, I said, thank you so much for sharing because book club is a place where you're safe to be successful and great, but you're also safe to be struggle bus. And so layer one is you are insecure whether you think you are or not. It just might not be a normal insecurity or a common quote unquote insecurity. Layer two is identify it. What What is it that's in, that I'm insecure about? So I told Kev a long time ago that I'm insecure about my lack of symmetry in my nose. So if you've ever studied the science of modeling and the science of attraction, symmetry is really important. It's it's the distance from, you know, how big the, the gap in your nose is, not the gap, but the uh, length of the, the width of your nose. The the distance between your eyes and your nose, the, the distance between your hairline and your chin, the the jawline. There's there's a lot of science to masculine attraction and feminine attraction. That's what, it's like it's called the golden golden ratio. I won't go down the rabbit hole, but every logo, Apple's logo, McDonald's, all the logos out there have the golden ratio built into it because we're also attracted to it. So the golden ratio is essentially your hips, uh, the hips ratio to your waist to your to your breasts. There's a ratio there that we really and that, that's why people who get plastic surgery they they amplify those ratios and that's what triggers sexual attraction, quote unquote. And again, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole, but the point is, is symmetry is really important for attraction. So I lost my symmetry in my nose when I broke my nose and I was a model. So I was insecure about it. And I used to hide it underneath a hat because you can't really tell that it's unsymmetrical unless there's above lighting. Above lighting makes it worse, I should say. Mm. Okay. And so I would wear hats all the time. And I remember I, in college, I would have like really long hair on purpose because I didn't want to um, show it. And so at the end of the day, we all have insecurities. The problem is when we hide them, they actually get worse. And then we have to continue hiding them and continue hiding them and continue hiding them. And we can't really shine. I have one client who it's so fascinating too, because this client is beautiful. Everyone thinks she's beautiful and she's insecure about how big her butt is. And again, I'm coaching this person, dear friend of mine, and it's like, listen, most women would kill for that. Mm. 
and so here we are, we have, we have thick hair and we wish we had thin hair. We have thin hair and we wish we had thick hair. We're tall, we wish we were shorter. We're short, we wish we were taller. Right? It's, it's this weird thing of everything has an upside and a downside. And I think that, I think that it's human nature to be overly critical of yourself. I know that it is. And if you can just realize that and realize that even the most beautiful among us are deeply insecure. And that was what really did it for me is when I became a model and I, and I modeled with other women and, and I don't think really any other men. I modeled with other women and these women were beautiful and they were so deeply insecure. And it was like, okay, that's when it really started to click for me. And then I did coaching and 4,700 hours in with all different clients all over the world, every single one of them has a deep insecurity. Even the ones that aren't insecure are insecure that they're not insecure because they don't fit in. They don't feel like they're relatable. Emilia is a good example of that, but she is insecure about how intimidating she can be. So at the end of the day, just own it and try to stop hiding it because when you stop hiding it, you really start to shine and it's a level of courage that I think a lot of people will appreciate. So group coaching was definitely an experience for me. Getting to know the people was was really, really cool. Everybody's kind of moving towards the same goal. And I definitely started to see the value in what Kevin and Alan were presenting to us. PPT for me was something that was really huge. I was looking for a system to help me kind of keep track of of the things that I had to do every day to make sure that I was productive. I feel like I got so much value out of it and I am so grateful that I took the leap and I decided to join. I believe we're only 14 minutes into this episode. I feel like we've been talking for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness gracious. And we did not smoke. No, no, I don't smoke anymore, but I think that's funny. We're sounding a lot like we did. I know, know? I know. Which I'm insecure about. (laughs) I connect insecurities to fear where... When you have a fear, you convince yourself you can't face it, and then it gets worse. Yep. But when you face your fear and you realize, oh, that's not the end of the world, it actually gets better. It has to be with the right person, though. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that's why more of us don't share our insecurities is because we don't have somebody in our life we feel comfortable doing it with. Maybe that's a, a thesis. Because if you have someone you feel comfortable sharing with, it would be hugely beneficial if you have that type of relationship where you can say, hey, can I share something with you? kind of an insecurity, something I've been going through, something I'm afraid to share, but I feel safe with you. It's putting the light on something that you've never put the light on before and seeing what happens. And if it's with somebody, is it this cut and dry? Probably not. But if you share it with somebody who loves you, who cares about you, who you have a good relationship with, who isn't toxic, understands vulnerability, understands psychological safety, it's probably going to go better than you think. Kev, you listed a lot of things right there. Yeah. That's a very small percentage. <laughs> That's fair. Of the population. Maybe yeah. take one of those. If you if you have someone in your life who understands and appreciates you feeling psychologically psychologically safe with them, that's probably a good person. But this again, this is one, one of the ben- sorry to interrupt you. No, no, this you're is good. this is it. one of the benefits of, <laughs> I'm insecure about that. No. no I'm so sorry. this is one of the benefits of therapy. It's it's mm. you know with your clinician that you are protected. They, your privacy is protected. Yeah. And that's something that I'll bring everyone behind the scenes. You'll notice some stories I share anonymously. Some I, some I talk about specifically. The reason why is because the ones that I say the name, I have permission in advance to share it. I protect, I'm very much walking that line at all times. I don't want 
any of my clients to ever feel unsafe to share things with me, you know? So I always ask permission in advance prior to saying things. And I've had certain people say, say my name every time. I, it, we're good. I, I, if it's going to help someone, say my name. Mm-hmm. And then other people who I know don't want me to share it. And that's okay. What is your next level nugget, good sir? It's the same... It, it's the same as what this the point of this episode is, which is okay. I never identified as someone who was insecure and that was holding me back. For those of you who are out there, I think a large percentage of our listeners do identify as insecure and I appreciate your honesty and your humility. But there's some of you like me who didn't identify that way because you weren't insecure about similar things. What I want to help, and I've been, this has been kind of a theme over the last like 30 to 50 episodes. For anyone who is on my end of drive to five, you are insecure. You just don't know it because you're not insecure about the same things. And I think that that's the important piece of this is ask yourself, what am I hiding? What am I hiding from myself, from other people? What am I avoiding? Because underneath that is fear. It's insecurity. It's okay. Every human being is insecure at times. There's no such thing as someone who has nothing ailing them. You know, some some of the most successful people on planet Earth, some of the most impactful people on planet Earth have some of the deepest insecurities. You just don't necessarily know that. And... It's just, it's so not something to be ashamed of. If you live there and you never overcome it and you have a fixed mindset and you make excuses and, and you're constantly a victim who never takes empowerment, then yeah, of course there's going to be shame there. But that's not the road you're taking. That's not who you are. That's not who you have to be. And I think that there's some people who are insecure that own that they're insecure and then they, because of that, they, they really shine and flourish versus people who pretend they're not because they don't know that they are. And if you're in that second boat, I was in that second boat in my teens and my early 20s, and I just didn't realize that I wasn't insecure about the things other people are insecure about, but that does not mean you're not insecure. And there's a superpower built in just owning whatever you're insecure about. It, there's such, there's so much growth on the other side of owning it in, a, in the proper setting. And that goes back to our previous episode, Your Deepest Fear Also Creates Your Biggest Strength. Very similar Mm-hmm. online with that my next level nugget i think i said it earlier this week i don't know this week's been a very long week not just in terms of the actual week but the episodes have just felt like we spaced them out weirdly this week it feels like we haven't recorded an episode in a month and i don't remember what we talked about but you either get over it or you live under it with with an insecurity with a fear either you get to the point where you feel like you're over it quote unquote enough to explore it or you live under it that becomes the ceiling where you live your life and is it that simple? No. Logically, is it that simple when you look at it? Yeah, kind of. If you're insecure about the way you look in a bathing suit, you most likely won't go anywhere where there's an opportunity for you to be in a bathing suit. Or you'll, you'll facilitate some sort of situation to make sure you're covered up. And that's going to end up being it. And it'll probably, unfortunately, get worse in time. Maybe you share with someone yeah, I'm insecure about the way I look. And they say, oh, yeah, I understand. I definitely have experienced that as well. This is what I did that helped me. And now you're on hopefully a path of progression. But it can't happen unless you admit it first. Unfortunately, yeah. again, the weird uh, the world is set up in a weird way. It just is when it comes yeah, to stuff like Yeah, believe it or this. not, the people who are the 
less insecure are typically the ones who are saying I'm insecure. It's so interesting how that works. And the very last thing I'll say, I didn't mean to jump in, but I do have to share this one last piece. I feel called. One of my biggest insecurities is being around insecure people. I, I, I was a prepubescent. I talk about that. Like I was a little kid and I, everyone hit puberty and I didn't. Now I'm six, two, I'm bigger. I'm 190 pounds. I'm not jacked by any means, but I'm built. And it depends who you're talking to, but I, I can tell people get really insecure around me. That's, that's definitely something that's happened more in my 30s than, than it used to happen, which is very weird for me because I used to be the overlooked, literally and figuratively overlooked guy. But I am definitely insecure with how much I intimidate other people and owning that has helped me. And for some of our listeners, I do believe that that will help you too. So even if you don't feel like you're super insecure, that's making other people insecure. Hmm. And that probably is triggering your insecurity. Because for me, when I'm around people who are deeply emotionally intelligent and emotionally mature and who are well-rounded and vulnerable and physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually developed, I'm not super insecure. I'm not insecure around you. I'm really not. I just feel good. It's all good. I know I'm not going to get, I know I'm safe. It's all good. You're not going to freak out on me or whatever. And if you get triggered, you'll just tell me instead of lash out. When I'm around other people, I am, I'm insecure and I get all weird and I want to overcome that. And the only way to overcome that is to realize, oh, I'm not insecure. I'm insecure about being around other people who I make insecure. So again, just a little bit of a deeper layer for some people. Um, Because what you're doing is you're triggering each other. You're triggering an insecurity in someone else, and then that's making you insecure because you can feel their insecurity. And I think that there's a way to create a safer energy in that. A very hyper-conscious thought to end the episode. Next Level Nation, very excited. We have something called Next Level Social Media. So at this point, we are producing 55, something like that. Many, many podcasts. Awesome. Next Level Podcast Solutions, NLPS, has grown. Team's amazing. Everything's awesome. We have Next Level Social Media that is growing very quickly as well, much quicker, in fact, than Next Level Podcast Solutions in the beginning. We literally do people's social media. So we come up with the content, we come up with the caption, we do the posting on multiple platforms. If you're someone who is struggling with social media, but you know you need it for your small business or for whatever it is, your side hustle, for your dream chasing but you cannot seem to get yourself to do it, please reach out. I am happy to discuss pricing and all that. I promise you, because this is the feedback I've gotten, it is way more affordable than you think, and I would argue more affordable than anybody else. I'll just put it out there, because I've gotten a lot of feedback. So just reach out if you're interested. It's something that uh, we're growing very quickly, and I'm very excited, and the team is growing, and we'd love to help you if that is something you're struggling with. Imagine someone who can talk to you about what you want to put out into the world in terms of social media and then they can align what they write and what they do with your photos, your videos and put it out there for you in an aligned way for a monthly fee where you don't have to fall down the rabbit hole often and you can just trust that it'll be done consistently and sustainably over the long term. That's, as a business owner, it's tremendous to be able to do that with someone that you trust. So again, Next Level Social Media, if you appreciate Next Level University and the standards that we set for this podcast and for how we deliver and over-deliver for our clients, coaching, you name it, Next Level Social Media will be no different. We don't want to put our name on anything that isn't something we're really going to work hard to over-deliver on. 
So speaking of that, over-delivering, I do believe that I over-delivered earlier on Book Club. I showed up and I said, listen, I listened to the chapter. I've also read this book in the past, but I didn't prep the three points. And I was just owning it. I said, I'm going to rely on the audience a little bit here. I said, I do have a little bit of something that I want to do, but I'm going to ask the audience questions and we're going to do polls and we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss the chapter openly. So even when I don't over-deliver, I still think I over-delivered in the vulnerability of, listen, this week has been brutal and I'm here and I'm here for all of you. There was like 18 people, I think. It's a really good book club. And it was just a safe space for us to all talk about. In this case, it ended up talking about memory. I talked about that person who was in tears, but everyone was applauding her in tears because that's the, the safe space. We're, we're all here to learn from each other. So book club, uh, Jim Quick, we're actually ending this in three more chapters. We have three more chapters. And then there will be a poll in Next Level Nation for the next book. You do not have to have read the chapter. You do not have to prepare in advance. Some people are in their car with just their audio listening in, not video or anything. Some people are fully engaged participating. You can do anything in between that spectrum. We hope that you're there. The link will be in the show notes. It's every Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, I hope you give it a shot. Tomorrow for episode number 1,505, Monday, a new week, new opportunities. One word to stop using in your relationship. We have a several clients who are in therapy, counseling, psychology. One of our clients is a psychologist. And I've noticed when I talk to her, she's really good about this. She's really good about choosing her words. She's very intentional with her words. So that inspired me to do this episode. So we'll do that tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Keep owning your insecurities. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.